Amen. It's a pure teaching and I want you to really concentrate and focus on the word. Focus on the scriptures. Pick them up and when you go home, go through them and take a convicting decision to walk in what I'm going to teach you. Close your eyes and lift up your right hand and speak the language of the Holy Spirit. Speak the language of the Holy Spirit, everybody. Labakata yabakata. Mandala kataka bashanta kabaha. Mendele ketele mekadila la bashanta. Mandala kataba la sopale yakataya. Dele keteke mezeketele. Empakata kayanda la babalada. Mandolo kosa branta la gadias. Palakataya balakadia banadaha. Somebody pray. Pray the language of the Holy Spirit. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. You are wonderful. You are worthy. Open up your spirit. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. We give you glory, Lord, as we Let your word bring light and understanding to our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Oh, clap. Is the room too cold for you? Some of you are as if you want to hide in your glove. I was thinking about adding two more of the... Oh. Two more of the so that when you collect it in you, you know you take it home. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to preach on the powerful secret of the first fruit. The powerful secret of the first fruit. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19. 
follow the teaching critically and carefully. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. If, give me the new King James. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Verse 20. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The first fruit is a blessing that God has kept for his people. The land in the verse 19 is talking about the land in the year. To the year 2020, there are good portions and there are bad portions. There is a zone of Geshon and there is a zone of Egypt. Gershon was the place where the people of Israel were dwelling in the land of Egypt. But whilst there was darkness in the whole land of Egypt, when you get to Gershon, there was no light off. There was light there because God was there. In every year, there is a portion that is good and there is a portion that is bad. May the Lord position you in that part of the year that is good. Your amen is not strong. The first fruit was included in the various festivals of the Israelites. Festivals were instituted by God as a point of contact or a period where God visited his people in a special way. So as part of the seasons God wanted to visit his people, he added the festival of the first fruit. Praise God. Follow the teaching. Deuteronomy chapter 16 verse 16. The Bible said three times in a year shall all the males appear before the Lord thy God in the place which he shall choose in the feast of the unliving bread and in the feast of weeks and in the feast of tabernacles and they shall not appear before the Lord empty. One of the reasons why you must not come before the Lord empty is that God receives offerings. That is part of the Christian work and that is part of the faith work. If you want to walk with God, you must understand that one thing that excites God is our offerings. Say offerings. Say offerings. God regarded the first fruit as a way he could reach his people. When somebody asks you, where is God? God is not in Kotobabi or Matayoko or Asalebuche. God dwells in the supernatural or the invincible. And one of the ways to reach him is only in his word. So what instruction his word gives to you, when you follow it, you reach out to God. And one of the ways to connect to God in terms of divine supply, in terms of divine provision, in terms of blessings, in terms of 
reaching out to the benefit in God is the power of the first fruits. I will show you. Just follow the teaching. It shows the love of a man for God. When you give your first fruit to God, it shows that you have put God in a very prime position in your life. The first fruit determines a demonstration of our love for God. Our first love must be for Jesus. The first love of a wife must be for the husband. Are you here? Are you following me? So when we give God our first fruit, we are indicating to him that he is the most important personality in our lives. Matthew chapter 22, verse 32 to 38. The Bible said, I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but the living. God doesn't relate to dead people. It relates to living people. When I talk about dead people, I'm not talking about actually physically dead people because God deals with dead people. So the rich man went to hell. Lazarus went to heaven. They died physically, but God still had an engagement with them. This word dead people talks about spiritually dead. Whilst on earth. Are you here? So if people are spiritually dead, they don't hear, they don't understand the things of the spirit. So you hear the world lambasting the church, lambasting pastors, lambasting everything about the church because they don't understand. They don't understand why a widow, a prophet should ask a widow to come and feed him before he will bless him. It actually doesn't make logical sense. It is because they don't understand. So when they are saying those things, you don't need to insult them. They don't understand. Are you here with me? When you are, if you are working, you see a two-year-old boy insulting you. Will you go and beat him? No, no, he doesn't understand what he's doing. If you are speaking to your son who is three years, you say, get up. I won't get up. Then you, masculine. Get up. Hey. You, 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 have, you missed it. So God doesn't deal with the dead, but he deals with the living. Verse 33. And when the multitude heard this, they were astonished at his doctrine. A Christian must follow doctrines. There are doctrines with Jesus. And Jesus was teaching a doctrine. And what I'm teaching you is a doctrine. Are you here? The doctrine of studying the word of God. The doctrine of obeying your leaders. The doctrine of sacrifice. The doctrine of holiness. The doctrine, the doctrine of, of righteousness. The doctrine of praise and worship. The doctrine of church culture. You must be, a, a disciple can only be made through doctrines. Something that runs in your life. So that nobody can talk you out of it. it. That is what made you. That is a doctrine. So Jesus, after teaching them his doctrine, the people were astonished. But when the Pharisees had heard that, that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together. Follow the teaching. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question. Tempting him and saying, 
Verse 36. Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Verse 37. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. With all thy heart. Wherever your treasure is, that is where your heart will be. The heart of a man is directly and critically connected to his money. Hello? Yeah. So, your money has a, it has some way of influencing your mood. Hello? Oh, talk to me. Stop. Change your face and let's talk. I mean, sometimes you feel that you are sick. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, your company pays you double bonus. You that they are preparing life soup for you in the kitchen and you are in your blanket. All of a sudden, you are out. So, uh, outside. You see, money, a man's wealth, has a great impact on his personality. Are you here? Huh. So, the Bible is saying that, that they will love the Lord their God with all their heart. Because their heart controls the man. So if your heart is loving God, nothing about you should stay away from God. You love me, you love my dog. Are you here? If you are going to marry a man, you don't marry him because of his strength only. You marry him with his wisdom, his foolishness, his carelessness, his carefulness, his wealth, his poverty, his everything. Are you with me? So, if we love God with our heart, we will love him with everything of ours. We will not hold it back. We will not hold our time back. We will not hold our resources back. We will not see God's church as a money laundering institution. I am sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Some of you, you need to thank God that you have a pastor who takes your money for the work of God. Because like how that money will turn you into it. Eh? Imagine all the monies you've given to God wasn't given to God. Eh? Already you now, you are battling with issues in your heart. <laughs> and now you have money, excess money at your disposal. We will not see you. The, the, the community cannot hold you. Yeah. So every worship will demand something crucial about your life. Follow me. We are not anywhere yet. The first fruit demonstrates the priority in a man's life. The first fruit is the initial income of a believer in a year, in a season, or in a period. So, what you harvested 
in a period is what we call the first fruit. It is whatever benefit came to us as a result of our work, as a result of our services we rendered to somebody, as a result of our increase is what we call the first fruit. Ask yourself, what do people use money for? Ask yourself, what do you use your money for? What do you use your time for? Everybody is using his money to serve an interest. Whether you want to say no or not, your money is serving an interest. It means your heart is where that interest is. That's why when people buy land and somebody is encroaching, you see that there's bloodshed. You say, oh, buy this land, leave it and go. Hey, do you know what it took the person to buy the land? So this one going high land gas, this one to high light gas, bloodshed. Because where your money is, that is where your life will be. Follow the teaching. Today, I don't really need a lot of hand clap. Just, I want you to pick something that will change your life forever. Amen. How different is that first fruit from the tithe? Leviticus chapter 27, verse 26 to 27. Quickly. Only the firstlings of the beast, we should give me New King James. But the firstborn of the animals, we should be the, the lost firstborns. The lost firstborns. No man shall dedicate. Whether it is an ox or sheep, it is the lost. So the first fruit is the Lord's. You can decide to accept it or not to accept it. The first fruit is for the Lord. Amen. I can go, let's say you see me preaching in the Presbyterian church. It may, may be Asokwa. And I'm preaching. Then you tell somebody that this is my pastor. He said, no. He has been preaching in this church for the past three months in Asokwa. You are saying he's your pastor. He said, no, no, no. This is my pastor. Whether the person denies it or not, for the truth, what you are saying is true. There are things that we deny, but it's the truth. The first fruit eh, is for the Lord. It's not for you. So, Pastor, why is that all this while I've not been paying and God has said nothing? That's why he's talking today. But if it's true that, if it's true that it's for the Lord, like, but now you should have done something to me. You really want God to do you something. When we are enjoying the mercy of God, we shouldn't brag ourselves in it. You are, we, we just enjoy. Grace is so powerful. It gives everybody a room to grow in order to attain full stature in Christ. But if in your stubbornness, God is still covering you, it doesn't mean that what you are doing is right. So the first fruit, the Bible said, you don't dedicate it. It's already dedicated to the Lord. Verse 27. And if it is an, an unclean 
animal, then he shall redeem it according. I don't want that one. Give me Leviticus 27, 30 to 33. And all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. So the first fruit and the tithe, eh, they are for the Lord. Follow it all. Today I'm not rushing. I'm just taking you through like a classroom. It is holy to the Lord. It belongs to God. Your wig on your hair is yours. If somebody tries to take it, I mean, you see, you have a certain strength to stop the person because it is yours. It's awful. It's yours. The first fruit is the first of your income and you must not remove anything from it because it doesn't belong to you. It's the Lord's. If they paid me my salary and you are an accountant in the company and you take some from my salary, you are a thief. Hello? Hello? Yeah. It's the Lord. Maybe, maybe you don't understand. It's a The first fruit and the tithe belongs to God. You give all to God. The tithe is the tenth of your income. But the first fruit is the whole thing. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to that. Just follow. Just follow the teaching. That's all you need. Just follow the teaching. Exodus chapter 34 verse 26. Exodus 34, 26. The first of the first fruits of your land you shall bring to the house of the Lord, your God. You shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. So, the first of the first fruit. So, your first fruit, your tithe is a kind of a first fruit. Why are you saying that, pastor? Because your tithe is the first fruit of a particular shorter period. So we call it the, 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 the tithe of the month. But the first fruit is the whole lump for the first period of a long period. So in ICGC, we call tithe the first fruit because it's supposed to be the first and the best in that particular month. So choosing out of your, the income you receive, God determined the amount that is his. If you are walking in grace, you increase it for him. Hello? Are you here? God says you want 10%. So if you are a man of grace, me, I believe in grace. I believe in grace. You pay more. But the first fruit is the whole. So there is the first of the first fruit. So the first of the first fruit is what I'm actually preaching about today. The first of the first fruits. So if there are first fruits, which one is the first? Hello? Hello? Is the English clear? <laughs> if there is first fruit, which one is the first of the first fruit? And that is what we call your first income for the year. Is dedicated to God. Leviticus 23, 10 to 9. Twenty-three, ten to 9. Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When you come into the land which I give to you, 
and reap its harvest. Then you shall bring a sheet of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest. So you see, your harvest comes before God demands your first fruit. If God does not give you a harvest, he won't say, the Bible says, then you shall bring after the harvest. So your harvest, who gave you the harvest? God. And if you acknowledge that the harvest is from God, then God's portion must go back to him. So I told the first service, you give a testimony, God gave me a car, God gave me a car. If God gave me a car, then his tithe is inside. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, God is wonderful. Give me a house. If it's God, he has a tithe in it. So anything you attribute to God, God has a portion. So he gives uh, the seed to the sower and the bread to the eater. So in every harvest, God has a portion in it. You have to acknowledge it in order to establish the flow of your connectivity to God. Give the Lord a good clap offering. We cannot remain baby Christians forever. Don't be a church camera. Be a kingdom man. There are many of us, we don't want to grow in the Lord. What we knew, you see, as a pastor, I must make sure I develop myself every year. Else I may not be able to maintain people in the church. Because you will not remain where you are. If you join the church as an SS graduate, in the next 10 years, you are not a, you, you'll be some big woman somewhere. You've gone to some exposure training and those things. And, I, 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 and if I don't match, I mean, you will not feel comfortable. So, no, Pastor, say, yeah. So, if you become a Christian, refuse to remain where you are as a Christian. Grow up. Take up spiritual disciplines. And grow up some. Mature some. Don't be stuck. And many Ghanaians and many people get stuck even in their education. We don't learn again. What we know is what we work with. When, when new things are coming, we are, oh, this is how we have been doing this a long time. People, they are just rushing. They've gone to school and come. So what? The same thing. No. Upgrade. Grow your spiritual life. Become a better child of God. Somebody give the Lord a mighty clap offering. The first fruit offering is the most powerful offering a man can give to God. Yeah, it's the most, it's not your first offering. It, it, it's the first fruit. The first fruit is the most powerful. It signifies to God, wow, this man has put me first. So you put a demand on God to ensure that his name is glorified in your life. May you walk in this faith in the name of Jesus. God went hard on Egypt and Pharaoh because they were maltreating his firstborn. Wow. May God not come to me and fight me because I'm maltreating his firstborn. God went to Pharaoh and hit him hard because Israel was his firstborn. And he got angry with Pharaoh and Egypt, struck them with so many things, and also 
killed their firstborns. Wow. Genesis chapter 4, verse 22 to 23. I'm teaching you something. And as for Zillah, she also bore... Eh? I don't want this one. No. Exodus chapter 4, verse 22 to 23. My Victor, you should know, Bible, walking Bible. Oh, Victor has taken the walking Bible away. Now you are walking love. Then you shall say to Pharaoh, that says the Lord, Israel is my son and my firstborn. 23. So I say to you, let my son go that he may serve me. But if you refuse to let him go, indeed, I will kill your son, your firstborn. Your firstborn. They were touching God's firstborn and God wanted to teach them a lesson. The first things of your life are very crucial. That is why early in the morning, be very careful what you do with your time because it can determine how your day will go. Your first decisions, the first portion of your day. He said, serve the Lord in thy youth. Do not forget the Lord your God in the days of your youth because the early part of your life is very important. What you do in your first 40 years will determine what your other 40 years will be. So, the first thing to God from us is that we give our heart to him and then the first fruit is very crucial to him. I'll show you why. Don't worry. Give me 25 minutes. I'll wrap up. I pray so. God demands both the first fruit and the tithe as part of our worship to him. Both the first fruit and the tithe are anointed. They are holy. They are sanctified. They are consecrated. They are not for us. They are for God. They are hallowed things and can't be kept. When you keep a hallowed thing, it becomes an accursed thing. One day after Israel had conquered Jericho and they were to fight another town, a very small town called Ai. A-I. Small town. The people beat them. Ah. Like you've conquered the U.S. And you've come to fight Sakumono village and they beat you. So they went to camp. And Joshua went to God and was asking questions. And God said, no, there is a man in, in, amongst you. He has taken a hollow thing. Something that is consecrated to me. The man has taken it. Search. When they searched and said, they got a camp. Achan has kept what was dedicated to God. He and his entire family was wiped out of the surface of the earth. That is how when you, 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 you mishandle holy things, hallowed things, consecrated things, God isn't happy when we mishandle hallowed things. Like you come to church and steal. You steal a chair, you steal a microphone, you steal money. You are, you, God will chase you. He will chase you and chase you and crush you because it is not for you. Are you here? Things that are holy, leave it like that. Don't touch it. That's why you should not touch an anointed man of God. 
You should not insult an anointed man of God. You should not join teams to fight. You have not fighting the human being. You are fighting the oil and you will fail. Are you here? Things that are hallowed. So because of that thing, one man, the whole Egypt, sometimes your sinner is the reason why our breakthroughs have delayed. I'm preaching, no. I don't want to stop preaching. I want to keep teaching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 40 days fast. You, you are somewhere. You are dedicated to something. Because of that, some particular miracle that should open to the church. You have become our Akan. No, the whole Israel, how they, they brought down Jericho by the influence of God in a small town because one man has kept things that were for God. May it not be said about us. I said, may it not be said about us. Give the Lord a clap offering. Unlike other offerings, sacrificial offerings, you know, sacrificial offerings like, I want people to give me thousand cities. You'll be sitting down thinking, okay, when it comes down, 500. No, you, today I will do 200. So if it comes down to I will go. You determine what you give. Are you here? But when it comes to the first fruit and the tithe, God has determined it. So you don't, you know, so me tithe, I will pay 5% be there. I will just put something in the thing and make it go. It's not a tithe. First fruit, hey, no. I went to work and I got him my money. They want to take my money and chop. No. No. God actually doesn't need your money. He needs what is his. Are you here? God needs what is his. And therefore, if we are obedient, you see, you can follow God with stress and you can follow God with love. When you are in love with somebody, Anything the person asks for. If even you go hungry, cry, you go jam. There are some marriages that is that is stressful. Hey, but right now that we get money. Hey, no, 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 I get money today. That's another marriage. Oh, uh, something. The television is spot. Oh, really? Okay, tonight when I'm coming, I'll pass through Samsung and get some for the house. Is Another one. <laughs> you can have a lovely walk with God without stress. You love him to the core. You love him and whatever he says, you know it's for your benefit and not to your disadvantage. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. <laughs> See, when you go to the hospital, uh, when you go to the hospital and he tells you to remove your dress, you see, no matter who you are. The way they even say it, they will just say it and leave you, then they'll go and be doing something. When they come and you are annoyed, they will ah now all the data, tell why a doctor is in, we are taking you. You you'll be shocked that you are his excellence. Don't add then tell uh, 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 make everything and now order naked with something covering you. You are there. You can't give any order. But do you know why you are calm? Because you know you are in the right hands. You want to be well. 
when you are following God, be calm. Trust Him. Follow Him. His instructions, look at the drama. The guy thought God, the father had left him. But he didn't know that right there with him, God, the father was there with him, watching over him, ensuring that the man will not die in the wilderness, but he will come out through the process and become a man. I see that you, you are going to follow God with strong love and strong passion. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering in the house. I have never for one day thought that God is cheating me or a pastor is cheating me when I'm paying my tithe. No. When I was, when my tithe was, now we call it 50 pesos. Eh? I was paying tithe, 50 pesos. I moved to 1.5, 2.5. I moved to 10 cities, 15 cities. 100 cities, 200, 300. We keep going and we are going. I won't tell you where, where I am now. The way you are open your ear, okay, calculate. We won't go again. <laughs> some, hey, some people are mathematicians, so, and uh, they are calculating to our code. In the past, I said, no, You can decide to be a spectator in church. Eh? If you are a spectator, you see what you want to see. You. Because you see that for the past five years, you look at a particular person. The person is progressing in life. You see some people too, instead of going like this, they are going like this. But remember you, there is no motion for you because you are watching. I don't want to be an ordinary Christian. I didn't plan to be a pastor. I was just passionate for God. And if I'm not even a pastor, I will still be passionate for God because I don't know what other life a man can live and have peace of mind. Maybe you know, but me, I don't know. Yeah. Peace of mind. Where you follow God. Where you, you follow God. I'm Robert's gunpoint twice. You are still alive. Where you follow God, you, you are sure. You don't think about tomorrow. Some of you have blood pressure. You are, just, you are just worried. I'm not worried about anything. <laughs> when I'm worried, I'm worried that I can't sleep because I always want to do something. Not that hey, there is a bedding into me. No, 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 no. Some of you are so worried. You are edgy. You don't know how tomorrow will be. You don't know. How... No, 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 no. When you follow God and you trust in him, and you trust in him, you become. People will be edgy. People will be anxious. When you are anxious, you look for everything. Today you will say, oh, I want to do this. No. I want to carry it like this. Oh, I want to go and polish. So in five years, you've done 20 work. You are confused. But Jesus is the Prince of Peace. I pray that from today, you will discover your relationship with Jesus and walk with him for the rest of your life. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. When people will say, oh, we will fail, we will fail. Oh, this church will fail. I never argue with them. You can't tell me when I plant mango eh, in human soil. Rain is falling. The sun is up. You can't tell me my mangoes won't come. 
Hey, took her. You, you, your bragging right will only last as long as the harvest hasn't come. But when the harvest comes, when I'm looking for you, you'll be hiding. Yeah. I thought you were clapping. We are not afraid of anything. We are not afraid of poverty. We are not afraid of tomorrow. When you follow God, you are bold because God will make a way where there seems to be. God will always test you. And in the test, you will find your promotion. When God says, bring your first fruit, it's not because that he's wicked. I'll show you, the Bible said that for God so loved the world that he gave his only, his only begotten son. Before he's asking you to do, he has done. He had one son. His first fruit. He gave it to us. And he had many more sons. And those sons are with him. Catch the revelation. Those children, we are all begotten sons of God now. Jesus is not the only begotten son of God now. Out of him, we have also become the begotten of the father. The same way when you give your first fruit to God, for the year, you will witness some flow of some blessings. Eh? What There are blessings your salary cannot give you. Yes. And some of you, if you obey this, some of you, will, you will start building this year and you finish this year. Amen. Your amen is weak. Amen. I've discovered that in every year, there's always a tango. But out of the tangle, something new comes into my life. God will always do something new. But he will not do it in the rosy way. It always comes with some. Today you are confused. Tomorrow you, you look hopeless. You want to give up. But something is pushing you. It's the grace. Something has gone on the ground. And is making intercession for you. By the time you realize... Out of nothing, something comes out. I'm praying for you and I'm praying for your family that 2020, you will have more than enough to testify to the glory of God. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. The first fruit was however revealed before the tithe. So before tithe came, first fruit was there. Hello? Hello? So, I'm reading Genesis chapter 4, verse 1 to 4. Genesis chapter 4, verse 1 to 4. This was where, so, because of time, paraphrasing. This was where Adam and Eve gave birth to Cain and Abel. And Cain and Abel gave an offering to God. And the Bible said that, and Abel, verse 4, verse 4. And in the process, and Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock, so the first, not the whole flock, follow. Out of the flock he was keeping, his work, his business, the first yielded, yielded animals that can go to the market for good gas, he took them and slaughtered them as an offering to God. Did you catch that revelation? Yeah. And God, the Bible said, and the Lord respected Abel and his offerings. Among God's people, God has respect for certain people. Yeah. There are some people, when they die, God will raise them up. There are some people, if they are supposed to die today, because of a divine assignment that is undone, 
God will stop it. Yeah. The question you need to ask yourself is that if God decides to take your life today, will his work be affected? Are you a spare tire? They can still a spare tire. The car will be running. Are you here? That is where we talk about relevance. It's not where you are working. Where you are working is not relevant. The rich man died and went to hell. Where you are working is an avenue for you to be relevant. But some of us, when we enter there, we forget destiny. You try your new. We are working hard and they are paying us, so we have to enjoy. But your profession is an avenue for you to yield yourself and whatever God brings into your hands to support the kingdom agenda. Yeah. So you don't become a doctor to brag over us. Don't you know, my doctor, when you come in, you have to take your time and talk to me. I mean, you are, you are not courteous at all. Not courteous at all. What type of usher are you? You, you? Do you know the personality you're talking to? Do you, do you know? Please talk well. Well, the fact that we are in church doesn't mean that you can talk anyhow. Do you know? Do you, I can change your life in seconds? Hey! The people you grew with, they are still in the village tapping pamoy. Adum binti. God opened the door for you and today you are, hey, tell somebody, be quick to humble yourself. It was in the song, be quick to humble yourself. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. So in Genesis 14, 16 to 12, 20, I, I, I want us to read it. I want us to read that one. So he brought back all the goods, talking about Abraham. And so he brought back all the goods and also brought back his brother Lot and his goods as well as the women and the people. Verse 17. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him at the valley of Shepha. That is the king's valley. After, the, after his return from the defeat of Chedolama and the kings who were with him. Look at the verse 18. Then Melchizedek the king of Salem brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God. The bread and wine, I told them the bread is the word of God. That is my duty. When you are wearing you go, Pastor, I'm not feeling well. I have to pray for you. Somebody was in theater. We went there. In the next three days, there was a complication. We went there. We were there throughout. That's the work of the pastor. I have to come and preach to you today. The word of God, that's the bread. When you meet me, I'm not supposed to complain to Charlie. The thing is hard. Uh, no, you will tell me that, but I have to comfort you. <laughs> Do you understand? When you are hungry, not physical, spiritual. <laughs> Else, the queue, I'll get there. As I know, you said when I'm hungry. So, from three days ago, I have not eaten anything. hungry and I meet you, I have to feed you with the word. And the wine talks about the anointing. I must make sure that I always have oil to help you. Else house flies. House flies talks about demonic attacks. So when Melchizedek met Abraham, he had bread and wine because he was a priest of the Lord. May we not have priests of the Lord who have nothing in their hands. Your amen is not strong. 
Yeah. That's why the priest must have a sound mind. But he must always be laboring in the word and prayer to have word. Not that you come and stand here and say things to make you happy. What I'm saying, some of you, you are, you are not happy with it. I don't, I don't really mind. I'm dividing the word of truth. Yeah. Anytime you are preaching, there are four types of people. Only 25% are good grounds. May you be part of the good ground. Yeah. One day when God sent Jeremiah to go and preach, God intentionally to her, the people you are going, they will frown their face. But you too, when you go, make your face as flint as a rock. And preach. Preach. When you finish, leave them. <laughs> Many times when you go and preach somewhere, sometimes you go and preach somewhere. The big guys will be there. <laughs> clap. They won't clap. Shout. They won't shout. But they are the people who are going to give you the fat offering. So, and then there's the, oh, what is it saying? If you don't know, you go and talk about holiness. That day when you call for Henry, nobody will come on. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. <laughs> Verse 19. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth. 20. I want you to see, to see something. And blessed be God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hands. Why should he bless God? Because God delivered Abraham. The Bible said he went with trained soldiers and they went to fight too. But the priest is telling Abraham that it is God that delivered your enemies. Don't trust in your strength. Don't, 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 Lucy, don't be deceived, crowd, because you're beautiful. That's why I bought you married. No, 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 no. No, no. You know there are beautiful people than you. Uh-huh. Don't trust in your strength. Whatever you have, God gave it to you. Whatever you are, God may, you may not acknowledge it. But God, you can tell me, oh, I say you are breathing air. You say, no, I'm not breathing air. I'm breathing sofa. He say, it's air. He say, sofa. I said, it is air. You say, sofa. I say, it's, so, it's air. You say, whether you believe it or not, it's God that has brought you this far. And the priest was telling Abraham, I know you have trained men. Yes, horses are prepared for battle, but victory comes from the Lord. I thought you are clapping. One of the people you should entrust your life into is a pastor who preaches the word of God, not a pastor who necessarily can only prophesy. Because a pastor who will prophesy to you all Sundays and will not teach you how to live the word, he will leave you frustrated. Because he will tell you plain, yeah, yeah, I see a great glory. The next time I say, how are you going to enter the glory? So some of you are sitting here in Komsha wa Jasha Munuong. You see here Pai Masha. Chale. Gagba. But you are just stuck. Somebody must tell you, arise and move forward. 
for the days of goodness is ahead. How will you arise? It must, you must be taught. And some of these things are secrets that people are walking in, but they don't say it. I'm teaching you today. Yeah. Me, my first fruit is ready. Because I know the secret. And I remember we had a meeting with my father. And he was talking to the pastors. He said, whatever I know, I'll tell you people. If you like, take. If, even pastors, so when he was talking to pastors, he knew that some of the pastors, they won't take it. <laughs> but he said, what God has made me, I cannot keep quiet. I will show you. If you like, take. If you like, don't take. But I'm trusting God that you'll be part of the 25% that will take the word of the Lord. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. One time, a, a, a man of God called me and said, I see darkness ahead of you. And, uh, you know, I want to see you and then uh, I'll give you some oil. And uh, the darkness must be lifted. And I said, is that all? <laughs> what are you talking about? Darkness. Where? Darkness. Where? Have you seen a house fly in an oven before? A heated furnace. You come and tell me there's a house fly. Flying in the heated furnace. Format huh? your mind. I told him with all due respect, don't come along again. There are some people just moving around, putting fear in people. You can scare your son. Say, hey, grandma died 10 years ago. She has come to the refugee. She will catch you. <laughs> that son will not go there. But you, if they come and tell you that, but they are adults like you, eh? I tell you, they won't go. <laughs> it's not about your stature. It's about what is in you. Yeah. Some of you, some prophecies you have received, it has a, a car wash. <laughs> it's time to walk in the covenant practices of God. Yes. Nobody should tell you that you die before your time and then you are there crying. So what should I do? Hey, so what should I do? Hey, so, and now when you wake up in the morning, hey, so am I going to die now? I'm, no, no. Give no attention to such. The part of the just is like a shining light. There are things I see about you, I won't tell you. You think I don't see? You think I don't see? Bless, you think I don't see? <laughs> I feel I prophesy when I mention this. And I will say it. They want to make you a queen mother. They've not told you. You see, that is why I don't like it. But this one has I've told them. You see that she will come and call me. So, so, so Pastor, what should I do? And I said, uh-huh, you see. Um, 
I see that it's in the next seven years. So your income times seven. I feel like prophesying. <laughs> Sometimes eh, we, we, you people force us. See, when I was preaching the doctrine, you're all quiet. You starting come shake a crazy, like all of a sudden, like your blood has started flowing. <laughs> you people make people exploit you. Because you don't like this. I said, na na me bonna eye moda. I mean, some people have yawned like five times. I've seen all of you. They are two here. They are three here. They are two here. If you're not, but me starting come Saturday. Everybody's face is brightening. Truth is for the matured. Give the Lord a mighty clap, offering. I like prophesying. I mean. I like prophesying because it's, it's natural. We don't learn how to prophesy. It comes. Okay? But if I should do that every Sunday, if I was doing that, most of you would not be where you are. Because the prophetic must ride on truth to take you to the right place. Yeah. Ride on truth. If you have 300 days, and for 299 days, you were eating the word. And one day, you, so if you look at the, the way I ran my conference, out of five speakers, only one is a prophet. It's intentional. You have a pastor, you have a reverend, you have an apostle. It's intentional. You think I can gather seven prophets? Because sometimes, when they are prophesying to you, eh? You are not ready. So you go home and now you are even thinking the more. Where am I going to start from? After two years, the same thing. After three years, the same thing. You might see that you are going to marry. If you don't marry this year, I put my ministry on the line. After three years, you are not married. <laughs> then you, are, you now start tempting God. Is it that the prophet is a liar? Or God is a liar? Or me, or something is wrong with me. Then it, it becomes a problem on you. What if I, I say, okay, I'm going to teach singles. Yesterday, you didn't come. People outside the church were watching. They've sent me messages. Pastor, we are going to talk to a pastor for you to come and do single summit there. You are home. That one that will prepare you. To cut some things out and get some things in there. So that I see a man. See a man. A man. See the arrow. Your days of singlehood is over. You don't know how to cook. You don't know how to talk. You don't. Give the Lord a clap of friend here. I feel there are two agents. What could Google? Who see how to cook granola soup? How to cook? Say the word is sweet. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. I can't finish. I can't finish. But let me, let me, let me just give me 
give me 10 minutes. Let me take. I've, I've, I've not gotten anywhere, but you need it because I want you. A pastor told, I, I told the pastor about, I gave him my nose on first fruit last year. And uh, he was doing to know, oh, that means I don't believe in those things. And then throughout the year, he saw what was happening in Caris. Recently, when I talked to him, he said, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I've, I've seen that uh, God is talking. I said, God is not talking. I told you. <laughs> it, it opens the heavens for the church. And everybody begins to flow. This is not how we were last year. Something glorious changes about us. And I'm telling you, get committed in this and do it with all faith. Sometimes I do it, you can ask my wife, nothing in the account. We, I run my account dry many times. And I don't fear. Some of you, you are afraid. You, you, when God gives you money, praise you, as you are sitting here, if I say, come and give 5,000, you just, you, your soul will leave you and be standing at the gate. <laughs> so, all of a sudden, you'll be there. Your soul has just gone. <laughs> your soul has just left. You see, but the Bible said, by faith, Abel, by faith, faithless people can't give. What are we going to eat? Pastor, what are we going to, what are you going to eat? If God has not given you a harvest, he will not ask for the first fruit. Let's love God and not, not allow these people on radio station lambast the church as if pastors are criminals. No. No. If we're criminals, I will not give thousand cities to somebody to go and pay the hospital bills of somebody who doesn't come to church here. He just shows up one, two, three. But we're hospital. The family can't pay. I gave the money to the doctor today to go and pay. Pastors are criminals. Come and let's tell you the burdens we carry before you open your mouth and say, pastors are criminals. Give the Lord a good clap, offering. Um, Charlie. Where do I go from here? La, 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 la. Amen. What would the first fruit do for me? Two things. The first fruit will allow the blessing of God to remain on you. We are all not, not going to walk through the year the same way. You, you think what will happen to you happen to me? No. What will happen to your brother will not happen to you. What will happen to you will not happen to your brother. We will all come to church every day like this, eh? but our encounters will be different. What will cause it to be different? Are we not all children of God? Yes. But some are respected by God. Some are respected. We don't know the quantity of offering Cain brought, but God did not have respect for it because the quality was poor. I want to be a man respected by God, not by men, by God. Abel, not human beings respected. You are too careful about your, your, your outlook. I mean, and the way you are talking, you are going to school to learn how to talk. I want God to put respect on me. I want to have, I want to have 
godly honor. Not the applause of men. The applause of men is actually the distraction of men. Because of what you have today, they are clapping for you. The day that thing leaves you, you will know where your size is. Men will only clap when you do well. But God will only clap when you have caught his personality. You may not have anything in your pocket, but he'll be saluting you because your heart is right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh God, help me. What is the first fruit? I've just cut it short. Next week, I'll, I don't know, but what is the first fruit? Your first salary in the year. First salary in the year. Your first salary in a new job. First salary in the year. Your first salary in the new job. The difference between your old pay and your new pay if you get promoted in the year. So if you are earning 3,000, you got promotion is 5,000. The difference. Because you have already paid your first fruit, supposedly, you paid your first fruit in the beginning of the year. The difference of the promotion goes to God. If you are a business person, don't carry all your income on the altar, please. I will not be held responsible for the closure of your business. The first fruit is the first profit after expenditure is deducted. So it's what we call you are fasting from touching your increase. Are you here? When you are fasting physically, you are laying your tummy down for the Lord. When you pay your first fruit, you are laying your destiny down for the Lord. So if you're a business person, you made a profit of 30,000. You pay all your salary, you pay everything, you are left with 15,000. The 15,000 is your first fruit. Do you get it? And sometimes first fruit can be out of revelation out of revelation out of revelation so I've met people who paid five times their salary in one month because they had put a request before God and they've gone for some wild interview that the salary of that interview was five times their current salary yeah so out of faith Abraham sacrificed Isaac so pastor you know I have a lot of school fees to pay I'm renting and all that we allow you to divide it into three. But make sure you don't take anything out of it, else it is not first fruit. If you have decided to practice it, if you want to do it, I know it will be stressful, but me, I pay all. In fact, my check is ready. Because I don't want to. A lot of you have envelopes in your rooms that you don't know where you took from. Some are from prophet, I can do all. Some are from prophet, I am in the bush for you. Some are from different, different. You don't, so if you see the you are studying, you take a book, you are reading, or then you see an envelope. Oil is on it. And like, which of them? When, the, when you give too much gap, you forget what to do. That's so three months is quick. So if you earn 300 Ghana, January, 100 Ghana. February, 100 Ghana. March, 100 Ghana. You divide it in that installment. But remember, the first fruit is for one month. 
but I'm teaching the last part of the message. In three minutes, I'm done. The first fruit is for one month. So, assuming you earn 300 Ghana and you give your 300 Ghana in January, you don't pay tithe in January. God, what are you going to pay tithe of? The whole thing that you have given to God, so what are you going to pay tithe of? Nothing. So, from February, you start paying your tithe of 30 Ghana, 30 Ghana going. But in case you divided it over three months, January, you pay your 100 Ghana. February, you pay 130. Because originally your tithe is waiting for you. So in March, you also pay 130. Then you resume in February, in March, in April with your 30 Ghana. Did I explain it again? Okay. If you earn 300 Ghana and you want to pay out front, up front, in January, you pay your 300 Ghana, you are done. February, you start paying your tithe, 30 Ghana. March, 30 Ghana. April, 30 Ghana. Are you following me? If you divide it into three, January, you pay 100 Ghana. February, you pay 130 Ghana. Because February, you have to pay tithe on your 300 Ghana. Are you following? So, in March, you pay 130. And then, in April, you start paying your normal tithe. It is clear. Or still, understanding is not clear. Amen. He said, you have to understand it so that you cultivate it and you prepare for it for next year. Don't let it meet you suddenly. I have mine ready because I plan for it. And today, I mean, I was talking to somebody, said, even he, at the end of the year, he looks at all the income God has given to him and he gives another portion to the Lord. People are People are working in things, so you'll be chopping all your money. Everything you buy, shoot, there, there, there. You, you have your investment in the kingdom must be greater than your investment on the earth. Rise up on your feet, somebody. Oh, your clapping is not. Lift your two hands to the Lord. Ah, Jesus. Talk to God that the spirit of obedience. And the spirit of sacrifice, the spirit of faith, will come upon you. Talk to God. That this month, this year, the Lord can trust you with finances. If the Lord can trust you, he can entrust wealth into your hands. And this year, I want the Lord to entrust wealth, power, prosperity, influence into our hands as a church. Lift your voice and pray. In one minute, ask God for an obedient heart. An obedient heart. It's not of him that ran it. It's not of him that will it. But it's of God that showeth mercy. Ask for that grace to help you to help you to help you karababa shakatakaba help us lord lay down our lives for you in the name of jesus the lord give you a heart of flesh that will turn to his direction in jesus name amen